2: Very excited for today's podcast. We've got the one and only Shaq Daddy, Shaquille O'Neal. Now, I'm going to start with a story. I want to say the 99, maybe more like 2001 Chicago Bulls. Bulls were terrible. And here come the Lakers into town. And Jake Voskel, journeyman, bad, power forward, center, has a moment with Shaq where he rumbles down the lane and bangs into Shaq and just collapses. And afterwards, I asked Shaq about it, what happened with you and Vosko? And he sort of, I bring it up here, but he basically looked at me and said, when a Corvette faces off with a brick wall, who's going to win? And then he just nods at me, I'm the brick wall, I'm the brick wall, I'm the brick wall. And I thought that was very complimentary, by the way, that Jake Vosco was actually a Corvette, because I don't really think that he was. I would more call Jake Vosco a Yugo, if you get that reference, back in the day, nothing like the Yugo. But uh, Shaq has always been, larger than life, one of my favorites, one of everyone's favorites, right? So entertaining. And unique. I really think that Shaq could be, I don't know, commissioner of the league or just a big-time voice if I was running the league that I would want to hear from. I'm sure, and he speaks well of Adam Silver coming up here, but uh, it's just impressive how he continues to expand his empire. Today he's working with Krispy Kreme, so thank you for the donuts. And, uh, yeah, they were Krispy Kreme, always Always a winner. Hope you're exhibiting more common sense than baseball is right now. Just get it done, baseball. Get on the field. Although, you got me, baseball. You don't play this year. I'll be back in 2021 or 2022, and I think you will be too, at least eventually. This has been embarrassing. NASCAR, you're embarrassing. Specifically, the degenerate who belongs in jail, who put a noose in the garage Of Bubba Watson, who's doing great work for NASCAR, getting the Confederate flag banned out of the events. Good job by NASCAR jumping in on that way, 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 way late. But But hey, better late than never, I guess. I used to vend NASCAR events out in Joliet. and Let me tell you something, that was an experience I did not need to repeat, at least certain parts of it. So it's not exactly surprising this is going on. But I do think there are a lot of good people around there that want to do better, and Bubba certainly deserves it. So that was just disgusting. Um, but not, I suppose, entirely shocking as a lot of people are turned up nowadays. So I'm looking at ways that I can be better, for the record. Uh, my man Russ Dorsey, got he has me reading White Fragility. If you want to read a book that makes you look at yourself and see the immense amount of privilege that especially white people have, been, have created really for themselves and don't want to give up, love the built-in edge that you have as a white person. I mean, I thought I knew what I was talking about with these things. Reading this book has been an eye-opener, so I recommend it, White Fragility. But without further ado, let's bring in our guy, the one and only, Shaq Daddy Shaquille O'Neal. You know the first the first time I ever interviewed you, Shaq, you I think Jake Voskull tried to run you over, and you were you just stared me down. You're like, "Look, if there's a Corvette and a brick wall, who's gonna win?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I'm the
2: brick. I'm the brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you. Uh, all right, here let's, let's 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 talk about the Krispy Kreme here, Shaq. You're you're the Krispy Kreme king. I've got my, I got my my donut bites. I got my 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 crawlers here. You know w- w- which should I go with today?
0: Well, I, let me tell you something. Either or, and you know right. I hope you're as excited as I am because the world needs to you know that these are available starting today everywhere. All your WalMarts, Walmart stores, grocery online, and Krispy Kreme has always done an unbelievable job of just. Know keep you know reinventing themselves. Of course, you're gonna think about the original glaze, but we have so many other flavors. But the partnership with with Walmart, I want everybody to know about that because I'm a Krispy Kreme guy and I'm a Walmart guy. This is uh uh, you know this is a big big day for me. And Wednesday we're going to do a virtual grand opening. Wednesday beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Facebook Live. And for more information, go to KrispyKreme.com backslash grocery. But uh, I'm gonna party with uh, 40 fans. We're gonna have a good time. If somebody's gonna win these bad boys for a year. For me and Chris. There
2: it is. There it is. How, how many prime shack? How many bites in one day could we do?
0: If you ever want to have a contest on your show, you just let me know. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna sit down on that one. I I I, I defer. I, I... why? I I think you just you got a little more punch than me and you know I I'm a you never know. That that's that's true. Maybe I'll to, I'll I'll think about that actually for the future. Maybe know. we can we can reconvene. Hey uh all right let, let me ask you a little MBA here. Question is players seem like they want to play, right? But yes. okay, I'm I'm wondering like if if Shaq if you owned a team, would you be thinking I don't want to put my guys In danger here, not not just the virus, but just injury and everything. I mean, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of risk going on here to get on the court. It's not just the pandemic.
0: It's a lot of risk, and it's also a lot of unknown factors. The good thing about being an owner is there are a panel of other owners, so whatever the other owners vote, I think we would we would uh, not only use the word have to go it, I think we should go it. But yeah, as an owner, I would definitely be concerned about my player's safety and their family. I think to eliminate that, I think that's why they created the bubble. And, you know, they also have, I'm hearing, I don't know if it's true, I'm hearing they got this ring technology to to, uh, let people know if if COVID is around or whatever. I don't know how that's going to work, but I would love to get one of those. So you have the website information, send it to me. Uh, It's going to be difficult, I think, for the guys to be inside that bubble and nobody can leave and eat the same food every day. You know, to be a great player, it's all about, of course, the, the physical attributes and the mental attributes, but it's also about routine. So guys are going to definitely have to readjust. Like, my routine was going to shoot around and coming home and seeing my beautiful family before I leave the game, See my beautiful family, seeing them get ready, coming out to play the game, making sure they got there safe, looking at fans, looking at this, looking at that. It's going to be difficult in a lot of aspects, and that's why I never – like. I, like, I never would say this player, this player. I always say if I was playing, it would be very difficult for me to play without fans, but I wish him well. Uh, I'm an alumni of the NBA, and I still work with them through TNT. We will t- uh, televise and broadcast the games. We haven't decided if we're going to be in studio or be in Orlando. I have a home in Orlando, so if they want to set the studio up there, <laughs> I would look at it also. But uh, it's going to be different. It's going to be difficult, but hopefully – you know the guys can uh, pull through,
2: but if if it was you back in the day, you you would I, I'm assuming would get on board and, and do what everybody was doing. I mean, or would you? Yeah, or would I,
0: would, you... I would. I would. I would. Uh, I would continue to do my job, but I would also continue to relay the message. I think it's it's been proven over time that you can do both. You can do both at a high level. My favorite picture is. Uh, Muhammad Ali, Bill Russell, Kareem, Jim Brown, everybody sitting at the table voicing their opinion. So, you know, when you have a lot of eyes on you, that's a good time to get your message across. Of course, we have our own brands and our own platform, but everybody's been waiting for the NBA. I would pick the right time and I would continue to, you know, relay the message, but I would also continue to do my job.
2: I saw your son. Since you brought up Bill Russell, your uh, Bill retweeted Sharif yesterday when he was wishing Kobe a happy Father's Day, which I and and your son said that was you know one of the best moments of his life having have been Bill jump in there. I'm curious, you know, were you, I'm assuming you were thinking a little bit about Kobe yourself yesterday and on Dad's Day and yeah. yeah.
0: And especially this morning, I, I retweeted a photo. I think we were at our second parade 20 years ago today. So yeah, think about him all the time.
2: What do what do you miss the most if that's even remotely registered? And like I, the way I'm thinking about it, it's like how we're sort of just getting ripped off of of having him here and and the impact that he you know would be having now and and going forward.
0: The things that haunts me the most is I can't touch him anymore. But we we never talked a lot, but if he needed me, he can contact me. If I needed him, I can contact him. Yeah. So just being able to. Call them up and say, hey man, 20 years ago, boy, you threw me that love. Or, hey man, did you watch it? at the five minute mark? I was open. Hey man, at the five <laughs> minute mark, how come when I missed three free in a row, you didn't like, we could just joke like that. And it's like that with, with, with all my teammates. So, you know, what that has taught us is that we have a little text group now. It's called back to back to back. So, it's all the guys that play on the team. And we try to text each other once uh, a month. To month. Rick Fox is the president of that text group. Like, he'll, he'll start it off and B. Fish, B. Shaw, Big Shot, Bob, myself, uh, Gary Payton, Glenn Rice, you know, we'll all just get in for a few minutes just to say hi. And that's what her heard is that I can't touch him.
2: Yeah. Who, uh, who would you say of your non-star Hall of Fame, all-star teammates, like, who do you think of as, like, the number one guy you would tell guys, hey, you want this dude on your team? I
0: can't pick one, but but I can pick four.
2: Okay. I'm
0: gonna go with D Fish, E Shaw, Big Shaw Bob, and Rick Fox. Now if I thought traded, I can pick four more. Jerry Cody, Udannis Haslam, Posey, and Antoine Walker. So and and Alonzo Morning. So look, I'm I'm all I always celebrate. I got four, I got four, I got four, but I always say I couldn't have got four without those guys, the others. I definitely got, I probably could have got one by myself, but without the others stepping up for me in big moments and crucial times and crucial plays, I definitely couldn't have four. So all the names I just mentioned, they're the reason I got
2: four. Do you look back on any of the titles as your favorite?
0: Probably the first one, because, you know, once we got the first, once Phil came in with the blueprint and, and we mastered the blueprint, we was just on and running, and we had a little stumble and, and we were able to get back and add some new pieces and get back. And then, you know, we lost it the fourth from versus Detroit. And then management wanted to uh, hand over the reins to uh, uh, Mr. Bryant. I was cool with that because I understand the business of basketball and I just had to go to Miami and reinvent myself.
2: Did you watch the last dance, Jack? I
0: actually did. And I was, there was a lot of stuff that went on and I didn't know it went on. And it's just, you know, people always think that because you're on the championship team, everything is so peaches and cream. It's never like that. It's never like that on sitcoms. It's not like that at your office. It's not like that. You know, you have to have you have to have to pushback. You have to have uh, inner competition. You have to have struggles. You have to have fights because those things are the things that make you strong. Those things are the things that make you persevere. I didn't know Scotty was underpaid like that. I always thought he was one of the top players. You know, he should have been, but... Uh, Actually, before I before I'm doing this interview, with you, I was talking to a guy from Chicago, and he said the reason why nobody knew that Scotty didn't like his contracts because it was a local issue, and you know it was only in the, you know Chicago paper. So there was a lot of stuff I didn't know, and you know a lot of stuff that might get criticized for doing with his teammates. I did the same thing. I did the same thing.
2: See, people thought that Scotty came across poorly in it. Did you have that? Like, oh, there. You know, the one. I, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was that at all. I thought that Scotty came across fine.
0: Yeah, it's just that you know people handle business different ways. Scotty, Scotty was at the point at the position where really he said, "Okay, you're not going to pay me, I'm not going to play." Listen, many guys have done it, and many guys will continue to do it. So, you no, know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Scotty's not worried about you know people's opinion. Yeah. You know, in, in this world, people that don't understand. Can, can have an opinion about it. And then it goes viral now, and now it's a, a, a issue. But listen, I've seen that done before with guys. Hey, I'm not playing. you're not going to pay me, I'm not going to play.
2: I thought that Phil came across incredibly well at this his impact on the team. And, and you just teed it up that when he got there for you guys it made a huge difference. I, it's almost like he's underrated because he's had great talent, but that dude had an impact.
0: Yeah, he definitely had an impact. It's one thing to have great talents; another thing to, to put them together, uh, put them together correctly. So we, we, we already had the talent. We just needed somebody to take us over the hump. When Phil came, I think it put us all at ease. Like, okay, we finally got a guy that knows what he's talking about. I'm not, I'm not saying the other coaches didn't, but you know, when you were playing for a guy that just you've been watching the last three summers, when he, he said something, you know. He knows exactly what he's talking about.
2: All right, let me do a little left turn here. I got Adam Silver just decides he wants to retire. I've got Shaquille O'Neal for commissioner of the NBA, and I got you versus Mark Cuban. Who do you think would do a better job as the commish?
0: I'm going to give it to Mark Cuban. Wow. Mark's a friend of mine. He could definitely do a better job because I'm old school and, you know, I don't, I don't like dealing with brats. You know what I mean. <laughs> Adam Adam does a great job. Uh, he, he, he really does. He lets the players uh, do whatever they want. I, uh, I commend him for that. And Mark will probably be the same way. Mark is a guy that you can talk to. Mark's a guy that if you see him on the street, you can strike up a conversation with him. And you know, he doesn't act like Mark Cuban the billionaire. He acts like Mark Cuban the guy
2: that's just wearing t-shirt and jeans. I feel like guys would massively respect you, though, in that spot, Shaq. For real.
0: Yeah, they would, but I don't. I don't look. I'm, I'm old school. I only know one way, and that's the military hardcore way. And a lot of people in these times can't deal with that, so might as well just stay behind the shadows.
2: Okay. Let Let's wrap up with uh, the title this year. What's more legit, the Spurs in '99 in or whoever takes it down this year? Neither. It's asterisks, baby. So people are having this debate. Like, why is it an asterisk that everyone's rested? There's no, you know, you got to get on the court. No fans are going to impact it. Go ahead. Asterisks. Cut it
0: off. Asterisks. What? I have a question. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. That was Tim Duncan's only championship that asterisk season. Would you guys still be saying he's a great player? That was my only championship. That was Kobe's only championship, the Astro champ. Do you think we get respect from all the other guys in the NBA that, 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 that you know did it the right way? I'll answer that for you, no. Therefore, that, that, that's why it's asterisk. Period. So. If that was our only one, would y'all be giving us the respect you give us now? No, you wouldn't. Nobody would.
2: So if LeBron and the Lakers do it this year, does he? Does that count?
0: Listen, it'll count for some people, but I'm not changing my opinion. So I'm just saying.
2: Yeah. All right. I I do think, by the way, we sort of overrate the championships. Like when we just judge guys by if they've won titles. Tuss- I mean, you you work with the guy. Who, uh, and I, I find it very funny when you <laughs> when, when you poke at him for it. But I'm like, hang on a second. My man Chuck was a hell of a player now. I mean, was no? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Was he? What are you doing in the finals versus Mike?
2: I don't know. He did say that he gave them too much credit coming to, into game one, right? No, and I'm like,
0: no, but, uh, you, you're right. We, uh, Listen, that's, that's the way of the land. So I, I didn't make the rules up. It's just the way of the land. It's actually what helped me. You know, the more I failed, the more I wanted one. And then when I got one, I wanted two. Then when I got two, I wanted three. So, but you're right. Like, guys that don't have championships can probably still play in the league today and put up big numbers. Stockton, Malone, Barkley, guys like that. It's unfortunate that people pick on them for not having a championship. But championships is all about team, not individual. So, you know, maybe they didn't have the right pieces around them. But uh, <laughs> you're right. You know, I think sometimes we over-celebrate championships. Because there's a lot of guys that have five four or five championships. You don't even know who they are. So, you know, I guess you have to be in the right place at the right time.
2: Better athlete, you or Gronk? You are going to take him down on the beach? Well... Of course I am. You know, he's my good friend,
0: but he knows, you know, once that whistle blows, enemies, enemies, I'm not going to hurt him. I know he has to get ready for the Tampa Bay season with time. but I'm going to let him know who the boss is.
2: You could hurt him if you wanted to.
0: No, I can't hurt Cronk. That's my guy.
2: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Shaq, great great to see you. My, my one regret right. from your career, you should have been on the Dream Team, my friend. I, no. I why not?
0: Because Christian Laettner was was better than me in college. He really was. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry about that. He, uh, fundamentally, he was better. And won more championships. He had a bigger impact at Duke than I had at LSU. So I'm gonna just I'm let me just go on the record and say that now. So he earned it fair and square. I'm not gonna say I should have been because listen, Duke was winning championships. I was getting knocked out in the first, second round. So therefore, he was uh, a better player
2: than I was. Did have that Grand Hill guy around here. I'm putting on my Krispy Kreme hat for respect on that one. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Shaq, you're the best. We love watching you. Keep doing what you do.
0: All right. Josh, turn your camera off. <laughs> All
2: right, bro. See you, Shaq. Be good. All right.